So, success and what that means to you and success and happily ever after. Um, it's something that I feel we all have that desire for, to be successful and to live happily ever after. Um, it's no coincidence that most fairy tales end with that and they lived happily ever after. It's something that we've grown up um, expecting a conclusion to end with um, and it's something that we grow up with a yearning for, that everything will work out happily ever after. But what exactly does success mean? Um, it's something that comes up quite a lot in healing sessions and something that I've experienced in my own healing journey but also in witnessing others. That when when is something successful? When do we feel successful? When do we feel as if we've achieved happily ever after? Because if it's this forever moving pot of gold, um, then how will we ever know that we've got there? When will it ever be enough? That constant searching, that seeking, um, can be quite painful and destructive in itself. It's worth asking what does success mean to you and what is your version of the happily ever after. Um, if you were to write down everything that meant success to you, what would be on your list? And in fact, that's a good practice to have. What is on your list? Is it a new car, a new wardrobe, winning the lottery, winning a prize, accolades? What would your list comprise of? Would it be, would it be of the material world or would it be more feelings-based? That might give you a good indication of what success is about for you. What is it that you're really seeking, searching for? If we say that we want a new car or a new wardrobe or a new home, are we really saying that is the very thing that would bring us happiness? Are we really saying that a new car or a new pair of jeans, say, is the very, very thing that would bring us happiness? And how long until that thrill runs out and we're left seeking something new and sparkly to take its place? Of course, there are times in life when we need to replace things that no longer serve us or work, like a car that stopped working. But I'm talking about the never-ending list. If only I had that new haircut, if only I had that new handbag, if only I had that new car, I would feel happier. And it's not to say that having new things isn't a nice feeling and that we don't all deserve to have what makes us feel good, but the emphasis and the question worth asking is, is the emphasis solely placed on the material? The new car feeling may be about wanting to feel a greater sense of freedom, perhaps, or wanting to feel recognised and respected. The new wardrobe may be about wanting to feel better in our skin or revitalising our image of self. So the question will always remain, is it these things alone that will bring you what you truly desire, what your heart desires? If our life is such that going out tomorrow and buying a whole new wardrobe or a new car or a new home is effortless, then perhaps so be it. You know, perhaps it will help, perhaps not. But if if you will not suffer any great loss because of that, then so be it. You may be doing the inner work and you now want an outer expression of that inner work. But what if your life is not in such a place? What if you need to be mindful of how you spend 
as let's face it, many of us need to be in our current climate, in our current economic climate. What does it mean to you to then not get to have that version of success and the happy ever after? I mean, does it mean that if you can't go out and buy that new car or that new wardrobe, you have not got success? You are not living happily ever after? Well, of course it doesn't mean that. The items that we crave will often be about an inner yearning, wanting to feel, wanting to feel comfortable in one's own skin requires nothing but one's own skin and the inner work to make peace with the inner stories that may have disconnected you from your true I am presence, from knowing that this physical vehicle is a divine vehicle chosen by you and your guides at one time to serve you in the best way possible in this lifetime on the journey you chose to take. To learn certain lessons, to transcend the physical perhaps, to embrace the physical, to push through boundaries, to take your unique medicine out into the world. The car that you crave, perhaps that would bring you freedom. Well, yes, it would. However, freedom does not lie in a car or in any mode of transport. It's a state of being. It's a state of mind. It is the essence of our being. That's how we see some of the bravest survive the most awful situations with their spirit intact, because they were able to keep a part of themselves in that state of freedom. I will always remember reading Nelson Mandela's biography and him talking of how he kept his mind, his dreaming self, alive and active throughout his incarceration. Often not allowed outside except for an hour a day, he used to jog around his tiny prison cell to keep his body fit, to keep his spirit alive. And it was indeed a long walk to freedom for Mandela, but his story really showed me at a young age that that freedom, that state, lay in the mind and the heart. It could not always lie in our outside circumstances, and so when it cannot, then that's when we truly learn to embody that state in the heart, in the mind, in the heart. Yes, we may yearn for the happy ever after, and why not? But as long as we do it with the knowledge that the fairy tale ending is not always how life can be, that even when we have all that we've yearned for, there can still be learnings, there can still be obstacles, and the path doesn't just stop. We keep growing and learning, and how better to do it than experientially, day by day. So, I feel it's a good practice that when we're putting together our lists, our vision boards, and making time to ask in our prayers that we do it from that still small place of the heart. That if we truly, if you truly yearn for a new home, well then how do you want this new home to be? And most importantly, how do you want to feel when you're in this new home? Safe, happy, peaceful? If you're asking to be more in tune with your physical body, then know that the best way for that may not be through new clothes. It may mean exercise, being more active, being less active. It's about what's right for you. Ultimately, our needs are very simple. I believe we yearn for love, for peace, for happiness, a roof over our heads, food in our stomachs, someone to share our lives with and a knowing of our life's purpose. These things can at times be accelerated or elaborated on with material goods, but more often than not, in fact, always they come from our inner state. 
and when we have a healthy and a happy inner world, then the outer is merely a reflection of that. So when we let go of the need for things, then most of the time, that's when what we need the most will turn up. I suggest a good practice is every day to let go of the need to have anything other than total surrender and acceptance of all you truly are and where you are at right now. And the courage to dream up all you wish to be. Because you by yourself are not attached to any goods. Just you. And to tap into that, just you, without any goods around you. How do you wish to be? How do you wish to feel in the future? And when we focus on that feeling, and we feed that feeling through the imaginings, through the dreamings, through the hopes, through the prayers, through the rituals, then we start to change our outside world anyway. And then it really does start to become a magical fairy tale that we are the authors of, that we are co-creating. So be it. So it is. <laughs>